Hey everybody, uh, time for this week's off-brand microcast, The Hate Box. Uh, got something I actually hate this week. Um, no one made me think of it, but a uh, trope or style of writing, narrative choice, whatever you want to call it, that just does not work for me is the unreliable narrator. I think, essentially, what it, why it rubs me the wrong way is I don't like being lied to. And I don't like, especially in novels and things like that, where you have interior dialogue and then you're, you're still lied to. I feel like it cheapens your narrative and it... Uh, it's a waste of my time because there are plenty of lies that we're told in our real lives. In our fictional lives, I like to be shot straight. I just do. Uh, some people really enjoy it. Uh, and then there's, you spend more of your time questioning. I think there's so many films now where you watch them and you're like, is he really crazy? Um, because... Gosh, there's that awful hide-and-seek with Robert De Niro where the child had an imaginary friend and it was who turned bad and that imaginary friend was really a split personality of um, Robert De Niro, secret window where Johnny Depp was being haunted by his split personality, uh, Shutter Island where like, oh, he's now he's the patient. Gee, it just undercuts everything. It's it it ranks up there with it was all just a dream. Stop. It's, stop it. Uh, so and then there's there's some instances where you know you're you're not sure if it's unreliable narrator because the text hasn't been completed, and I'm specifically talking about Patrick Rolfus. Um, he makes me irrationally irate because I was so enamored and sucked in to his first of a supposed trilogy, The Name of the Wind. And I still, I think that it's beautifully written. It's a wonderful story. Uh, I would recommend just the first book alone to this day, even with everything else happening. So... This knucklehead said, you know, oh, I've got all three books written over a decade ago. Like, the 10-year anniversary of Name of the Wind has already passed. He published the second of a trilogy. And and the reason that it's important that it's a trilogy is because, A, he promised a trilogy. B, within the context of the story, uh, the main character says that he's going to tell his tale over three nights in each book is one of those nights where he's telling his tale. And it's about this guy that's a bit of a charlatan and stuff, which is fine. I don't care if you're, you know, if your character's not clean as the driven snow or whatever. So, um, but, you know, his, his thing is like, there's all these myths and legends around me and I'm going to tell you the real story. And 
first of all, I'm say he's never going to finish these books because he is now insanely rich off the first two. He spends his time doing things like not writing, but playing Dungeons and Dragons on YouTube. Or, you know, he started a charity, which is great, but I think that also is, is a bit of a shield for why aren't you sitting down writing? You know, Stephen King can do all that stuff. Brandon Sanderson can do all that stuff. And still write every day because it's your job. And it ticks me off to no end the people that defend him and say, well, he doesn't owe you anything. It's like, he does. There is an implied contract. When you say, I'm going to tell you a trilogy, but I'm not going to finish it. That is breaking a social contract. Now, does he have a fiduciary responsibility to me? No. Does he have a like social moral obligation? Yeah, he does. And is it it's not a legal thing, but it's it's a credibility thing. Like you said you were gonna write these three stories, but all I see you doing is you were literally in a pillow fort playing Fortnite on uh, Twitch. Write the books. But anyway, that being said, the second book is terrible, awful, glosses over anything that may be interesting and spends way too much time with the main character living out like these weird sex fantasies. Not good. Point being, there's all these defenders of that that book about this this guy is is Gary Stu, if there ever was one. Like, well, he's an unreliable narrator. There's nothing in the text to even tell us that. So, again, it's a failure narratively. It, It reminds me of like, I love mystery stories. I've been watching Murderville, which is hilarious. Uh, basically, the premise is there's a, there's, a, there's a murder of the week, and the special guest is usually uh, uh, somebody famous, and they're not given the script. So they have to kind of improv their way through this murder investigation. But when you watch the show, you can pick up clues, and they're really easy. It's not like it's it's rocket science it's it's made for celebrities to figure out but there are enough clues for you to figure out who the bad guy is it's not it's not just pulling a rabbit out of a hat saying oh look you should i didn't tell you this information or i lied about this information as an unreliable narrator and so that's how i figured out the mystery and you couldn't that's just that's lazy and it's mean and it's boring. There's nothing worse than, yes, but you didn't know. Well, it's like, well, I probably, if I had known, I would have figured out your little mystery. And it, it's not a well-constructed mystery then. Uh, you know, you left no breadcrumbs. And you just, Deus Ex Machina, the end. So it's just, it's a crap way to go about things. It really hacks me off. Because there's nothing worse than... You sit there and you go through a whole film or something. It's like, ah, I lied to you. But there are exceptions. It can be done well, if done sparingly. Uh, for example, Usual Suspects holds up to multiple viewings. The twist ending is is great. And I don't know if that's just because the, the story was interesting enough and that, that Kevin Spacey's performance was so top-notch. I don't know, but it worked. The Sixth Sense works because 
And I think because it's less of an unreliable narrator and that you are in the dark the first time you watch it, but so is your protagonist. Like, your protagonist doesn't know what's happening, but all these things are still present that once you're clued in, you can say, oh, yeah, well, that's why his wife's not talking to him at this dinner, because he's dead. I can dig it. The worst one... And this was a huge brick pit for me. And I do not like this film based solely upon the reveal was Fight Club. I could not, I could not enjoy it once it's revealed that the narrator is Tyler Durden. For one reason and one reason alone, this is like one of the biggest brick pits I've ever encountered. So when he starts the fight club, when we see it the first time, he's fighting Tyler Durden in the parking lot. And these two, you know, misanthropes come out there and say, oh, that looks like a good time. And then so they join the fight club. And then, you know, once you have four people, you boy, you got a club going. Then it shows you what was really happening. And Edward Norton is beating himself up. First of all, I want to get into the mechanics of how, like, you can't really beat yourself up. Try punching yourself as hard as you can. You, you're not going to hurt yourself. But okay, so he was nuts. And so he had that crazy strength or whatever. He didn't have that stuff, that involuntary response holding him off. Fine. You cannot convince me ever. And I don't, I think the bar of humanity is pretty low at times. There are some awfully inept, dumb people in this world. But I cannot buy into two guys, walk out of a bar, see some dude beating himself up and go, you know, that's a guy I want to hang out with. That seems like a good idea. So his whole premise, the whole start of his little fight club is based on such a ridiculous premise that I was out, you know, and then... On top of like, it's like, okay, I spent all this time thinking this one thing. And it's like, nope, he's just crazy. It's like, ah, it was all a dream. He's just crazy. It was a hallucination. Like, stop. It's terrible. Um, Patrick Rolfus, get off the damn computer. Write your book uh, so I can read it and tell you how much it sucked. And until next time, spin the hate box. Later. <laughs>